You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to the show, we talk about all things self-care and self-discovery. And today we're talking about social media and just the boundaries around social media, which I really, really struggle with. I I know I'm not alone, so I think we're going to learn a lot today from our guest, Ava Bilkey. She's got some great tips for us, and she's also really real about you know, how social media affects us all and how we we can set ourselves up for success rather than sort of beating ourselves down. Um, Before we hop to that conversation and tell you a little more about Ava, I wanted to share about the most amazing self-care experience that I've had pretty much in my whole life. Um, (laughs) I just got back from a trip. We went to a resort called Miraval in this one was in Austin, but there's a couple locations. There's one in Arizona. There's one in the Berkshires. And it's like a spa resort. And I'm, I'm saying this all with, you know, with real recognition that this is definitely a privilege. Um, but it was kind of a special time after our loss to just get away and heal and grow. And oh my gosh, if you ever have the opportunity to check one of these out, it was amazing. Not sponsored or anything, just... I love me some self-care, so I want to share the goodness with all of you. So some of the things I did, um, I got tons of Reiki. I did like a a full hour-long crystal healing Reiki session, which I've had some Reiki done before, but this was like, I felt physically drained after. It was so healing and just like, oh my gosh. Um, I got a massage, took all these classes and did an astrology class Lots of meditation. We get up every morning and meditate um, and sit by the pool. I mean, truly, like the most ideal experience for healing and just like resting. I went with a friend and we we had such a good time. So anyways, if you ever looking for a opportunity to get away and indulge and just totally self-care on yourself you love the spirituality you have the, the you love the yoga you love the meditation check out Miraval. it was just unbelievable so I'm coming back with this like refreshed sense renewed sense around what my boundaries are and you know how I want to live out my life so this feels like just such a good conversation to be having because it's it's a topic that affects us, I think, more than we realize, right? Social media, we see it, we use it. Um, It has so many good things, so many ways to connect. I I meet most of my guests on social media. Most people find me that way. And I just, I'm so grateful. I want to say that up front that like this is such a huge part of our life. And 
there is, you know, this this element of control that it has around us. You know, if you've watched their social network, talked, you know, talked with friends and other people that are feeling down when they see things on social media or they feel consumed by it, it's it's real and it's sort of insidious. And so there's things that we can do to prevent this becoming a negative interaction. And Ava Bilkey is going to help us with that today. So Ava is a social media coach. She's a self-love advocate. Like, oh my gosh, let's put those two together. Heck yes. Um, she's really dedicated to helping you live a better life through guided realization that self-love is the foundation to all pursuits, including marketing yourself. So she works with businesses. She works with individuals. She works with small small brands like mine. Um, and she's been working in social media marketing for the last 10 years. So I think about social media and it hasn't been around that long. And she basically got in like right at the beginning. She's worked with major brands like Radisson Blue and Lifetime Fitness. And now she's she's off on her own helping others really helping people, you know, be creative and live out their authentic personal brands through social media, but also have those those boundaries. So she does this through one-on-one coaching. She does this through workshops. And we'll mention it at the end of the conversation, but she is offering up a discount for listeners if they want to, if you want to join us for a heart-centered social media workshop coming up. Um, that just have to use the code yoga magic 20 to get 20% off of that upcoming workshop. So I'll put all that information in the notes and Ava also works one-on-one. You can do a one-off one-on-one session with her. If you just want to learn a little bit more about your social media, again, if you're a small business, if you're an individual and you're just somebody who wants to establish those boundaries, really have that heart centered approach. She is your girl. So thank you so much to Ava for being on the show Thank you to our show sponsor, Odell. Odell is just the best. I'm so grateful that they partnered with us this month in April. You can get Odell at Target. Um, So if you're out and about at Target and you see these like cute pastel shampoo and conditioner bottles, you'll know that's what it is. I love them because they're just so inclusive, totally works, totally affordable. And we have a special discount, 15% off all April at odellbeauty.com when you use the code YOGAMAN. Before you go, um, we had an event scheduled for eight, late April, um, comes some art and astrology, and we decided to move that out to May, just because there's been a lot going on in the Twin Cities. I'm not sure if you've heard. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful that the verdict um, of the Derek Chauvin case has been resolved and that accountability is here. There was just a lot of hesitancy around what was happening here in the Twin Cities, and we really wanted to honor that. So we're pushing it out to May. It's an online thing. Anyone can come. <laughs> and I'll put more information on that in the show notes. Art and astrology, going to be a fun night. And then finally, friends, if you if you enjoy these episodes, any of them, maybe it's the woo, maybe it's the tangible self-care, maybe it's the boundary setting, Consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That makes a huge difference. Or sharing it with a friend, maybe on Instagram, or just texting to them and say, hey, I think this would be a great episode for you to listen to. It goes so far. It's helping the show continue to grow and, yeah, kind of stand out in the crowd. So thank you, thank you. Let's get to our episode, Talking Social Media, Talking Boundaries with Ava Bilkey. We're talking social media today, friends, with an expert in this area. And also I would say like a very open-minded, conscious, 
kind expert in an area that is challenging, Eva Belke is going to help us in the social media land. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Ashley. I'm happy to be here. So you have a history in in publications and, and was it PR before you started really working in social media? Um, I've been in social media for a very long time. Okay. This is your area of genius. <laughs> yes. It's been about 10 years, but before that I did have a little stint in PR where, um, it was my job to actually go to the Capitol in St. Paul and live tweet hearings about what is now the U S bank stadium in downtown Minneapolis. Oh my gosh. That was a little, it was like a hybrid PR. I'd write press releases, uh, social media combo. And, um, that was kind of what started off my social media career. (laughs) So what did you go to school for that you landed in social media? Mm -hmm. I studied communications and so just very broadly, right. Because, I was interested in, you know, journalism and communications and PR and media, but I, within the, you know, undergrad experience, I, I didn't feel like I could like really hone in and kind of check one of those boxes. And so I was like, well, let's just do the general communications degree. Right. And see what happens. And I, I say that I didn't choose social media. Social media chose me because (laughs) quite literally it's like graduating right after the recession and same. Yeah. And you just apply for all the jobs, right? Cause you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to get a full-time job because dang it, I have a four-year degree. And then you kind of just take like what's offered to you as a kid. You're like, uh, you want to pay me to do that? Yes. So, um, you know, that social media chose me and that my, after my PR live tweeting stint, I actually, my first role was a social media intern for, um, Carlson companies in twin cities. Oh yeah. Cool. (laughs) Yes. And that I also blame to, um, this day for my severe case of wanderlust, um, big sort of travel bug inspo hit me there. And, um, it's been a fun, a fun ride ever since. Oh, so for people that don't live in Minnesota, the Carlson's are like, they're important in, they're an important family within the twin cities. And so what did you do for them? Like, what was the, I mean, however many years ago, what was social media like? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. It's 10 years ago. So I like to say I'm like the social media OG, right? Because, um, like you can't have a much longer career in that sector because it didn't exist. Uh, but for, so Carlson companies, um, I worked for their hotel arm. And so mm. I marketed Radisson blue hotels and it was an exciting job because, um, it was a global brand. And so mm-hmm. the majority of that portfolio sat outside of the United States and it really opened up my eyes to, you know, different cities, locations around the world. Like I was making this bucket list of like, oh, doesn't everyone want to go to Morocco? You know what I mean? Like just because I was (laughs) having exposure (laughs) to all these hotel locations and all these really, really cool places. Um, But I was was almost a guinea pig. So back in the day, um, a lot of people would contract social media work to creative agencies and a lot of people still do. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time, 
the the organization wanted to try an in-house solution. And so I was a social media intern and, you know, it was a full-time job. I'd go in there I'd had a cubicle and everything. And I'd sit on Facebook and people would kind of walk by and like judge me. Right. They're like, who is this kid on Facebook all day? Like, what is she doing? I'm like, it's okay. It's my job. I promise. Um, but it was really fun because at the time social media was so new. Mm-hmm. And people were really using it as like a discovery tool, um, people, places, ideas, just an, a great connector that really bridged gaps, whether it was staying in touch with like your friends in college or your family members or literally learning about destinations halfway across the world. And um, it was so exciting and, and so opportunistic. And um I remember just trying to navigate that and thinking about, well, how can we just promote and connect people to this hotel experience through social media? And um, I'll tell you a little bit of a story because it actually kind of gets to helping understand, you know, where I'm at now and how I like to serve people. Uh, Obviously, like in 10 years, a lot of things can change. And if you think about even just social media features, like the speed at which they roll out now, it's like, yes, things are changing all the time. There's always something new. Um, But as the industry really evolved, I experienced like a really big shift. And so it started really big and expansive and exciting and full of possibility. And it had a lot of heart, right? Like people were just so enjoying their experience. Uh, but as you know, things evolve, obviously there are complications and layers, things like algorithm and formulas and strategy, which is fantastic, right? Because the industry gets smarter. But at the same time, there was this really big sort of shrink and it felt like all of a sudden all the conversations that I was a part of were like really small and technical, right? So we'd like spend hours talking about, okay, well, you know, how many times a day should I post and how can we get more people to see this video? And it was just very technical, which is great because, you know, that's all part of what I call social media strategy. And obviously that's important to play in the space, but then everyone had, you know, a very similar strategy and we're sitting around asking ourselves like, well, okay, well, how do we stand out? You know, how do we get more visibility? How do we get people to see what we have to offer and how we want to help them? And like social media, in my view, just completely lost its heart. It's Mm. lost, you know, everything that was inherently good about it. You know, your personality, your story, your experience, all those things that make an individual stand out. So with that, heart-centered social media is both a concept and a method for me. And in its concept, it is just that it's whether you're an individual or whether you're a brand that has a persona, it's pulling out those elements that are uniquely you that nobody else has and really keeping that at the forefront of everything you do on social media. And so it's really about sharing from your heart, sharing from this place of true authenticity. And when doing that, having the ability to cut through the clutter because there is a lot of noise. There is a lot of people saying a lot of things. And as consumers continue to get more savvy around, you know, what they consume and what they believe, it's like, we can see through the, I don't know if I can swear. We can see through the bullshit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We can see through that bullshit. Yeah, we can. 
you know, and even if you're telling me you're authentic, but it's like, you don't really believe yourself. Like I can see that too. And so the heart centered social media is essentially just being really connected to who you are, what you believe in and sharing from that place of genuinely wanting to serve other people. Mm. So, (laughs) so you were at, I'm thinking through this, like, I, cause I feel that shift too, right? Like the, obviously it's been, and that's why we're here is because mm-hmm. energetically, mm-hmm. It, so it has become draining, but also it is also because it's such a connector. So we don't want to yeah. like lose it. Right. And I, I mm-hmm. love that you bring up that point that, that like, there was a little bit of that shrinking mm-hmm. and even now, you know, I, that authenticity piece. It's funny. Cause like I will schedule something, right? Like schedule a post or like think about a story mm-hmm. and I will just like share like in the moment. And then I'll, and then I'll be like, but like, is that, is that what I, does that work in the feed or like, does this, you know, what hashtags? And I, I don't know that like, I really care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and like the posts that do well and the things yeah. that do well, quote unquote, like whatever that means, get the most mm-hmm. likes the things that garner the most interaction from my small community, but like my very, like, I love this little community mm-hmm. are, are when I'm like flipping honest. So yeah, I I'm so yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. How do we, you know, now that you've really crafted this, this method and, yeah. and so you work, you work one on, do you work with um, businesses or individuals or like kind of, how are you applying it now? Yeah. So, uh, I guess we could finish off the career, the career path because this is great. (laughs) Like I've had a little bit of a pivot. So yeah. So I spent, um, about 10 years in corporate social media marketing. Um, and then I had one of those 2020 moments, like most of us did, right. Where you're like, okay, if there's something that I really wanted to do, and I didn't have a chance to do it, like what would it be? Or essentially making like your list of like regrets, right? If I was to get really sick tomorrow or something was happening to me, like what is it that I wouldn't have wanted to leave on the table? And for me, that was entrepreneurship and really giving myself the full opportunity to be in my own business. And so I resigned from corporate America in September of 2020, which was... (laughs) A lot of people are like, you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. Um, But one of my biggest reasons for this is actually wanting to help individuals. And so there's a a wealth of knowledge that I have from working for bigger companies, right? Um, But I want to also be able to share that with individuals, small business owners, entrepreneurs, service providers who are you know, running their own businesses and who can really use the support and the knowledge around personal branding and social media, because I do believe it's still one of the best ways to let people know what you're up to and how you Mm -hmm. can help them, um, like bottom line. And so I really wanted to be able to do that in more of a one-on-one capacity, if you will. And so I do work with businesses on strategic projects, so strategic coaching. Um, and then I do mostly now I'm a social media coach and I work with people one-on-one who are really looking for support, building their personal brand, building their business online. Um, and people maybe who are already kind of doing it and just feel really icky about it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, 
it's not easy to show up on Instagram every single day and share and not walk away with some level of (laughs) drain or overwhelm or fatigue because, you know, social media is not insular. Like you are contributing to a much larger conversation. And so within that, you also have to be mindful about what, what else is going on in the sphere and the realm and the world. And so that's the thing that's really different about social media than other marketing channels, right? It's like if you message your email list. It's like, it's a, you know, kind of is what it is, but if you show up in social media and everyone's talking about the weather and you're trying to talk about yoga, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you seem out of the, out of the, out of turn or out of the conversation. And so, um, yes, a lot of people feel kind of shitty about their social media experience. And I really help get them back to a place where they're grounded in their why they know why they're in business, who they want to serve, how they want to help. And they're really communicating from that heart centered place of wanting to be of service. And when we can do that together, um, you know, my clients often find like they actually start enjoying social media again, their experience is positive and it's, it's a healthy, you know, there are boundaries that we set and it's really just built into their day. Like everything else they have to do. It's not something that just kind of like completely runs their schedule, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> which it's a hard, you know, in concept, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But you know, once you open those apps and you, 30 minutes later, you're like, why am I watching this SNL skit. Like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I it's do easy to get stuck. It's easy to get stuck in, in social media world. It's easy to get stuck. And you said something about like, again, that fatigue piece. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it does take up more energy and more, even really more thought than we realize. Like mm-hmm. sometimes if I, absorb something on social media, I'll like dream about it. Clearly, you know, it's in my conscious or my, now my subconscious. Um, so let, I want to talk about the good. Cause I think there is so much good. And obviously you do too, because you're in this and you're, you're helping people. And you've said multiple times, like social media helps people. That's our purpose as content creators. Mm -hmm. So what, can you talk about some of the things that you see as the positives in this area? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think I like to remind people always that social media is inherently good. It was created out of good intent, right? It is this great connector. In many ways, it's an equalizer. If you have a smartphone, if you have access to the internet, you know, everyone can contribute to this global conversation And, you know, it's still one of the most powerful marketing tools we have. Like Instagram alone has a billion active users on it that you can, you know, reach and, and, and share and connect with. And so I think at its core, you know, that, and it's the same with any technology, right? It's, it's created to be of service, to be helpful, to, you know, push us forward in some aspect of life, but then it's of course up to how we decide to use it that dictates the experience from there. And so I first like to remind people like social media is not evil. 
like it's not out to get you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it, like I'm with, like I agree. I sometimes I'm like social media is trying to like absorb my life. It's like trying to <laughs> yeah. steal my. I don't know. There's so much that I'm like kind of afraid of. So thank you. You're right. Like yes. we're maybe a little paranoid. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, there. I'm not saying we shouldn't be mindful and aware, right? right. <laughs> because we've we've learned a lot in the last um, decade. But inherently, it's good. And so if we think about the original tent of being a discovery tool and a connector, you can discover people, places, brands, ideas. And that's really at its core, like the utility of social media. Um, Again, it's a powerful marketing tool. And I think when you use it in a way that's healthy and we can talk about, you know, what does social media wellness mean? I think it can, you know, enhance your experience. So I love, you know, I love to discover. And I actually... One of the things that I like to do and guide people on is if you feel like your social media is like out of balance, right? Or if you feel that drain, that fatigue, when you get off the platforms, one of the things I like to recommend people do is actually sit down and make like a yes list and a no list in terms of the types of content you want to consume because- it's very hard to just log in and, and post, right? Like you're going to be consuming content based on who you follow. And so I love to guide people towards, like, if you're kind of feeling like, eh, you know, don't really like this right now, make a yes list and a no list in terms of like, what are the themes or topics or types of people that you want to follow and you want to be inspired by, for example, like, recipes, blogs, you love getting new recipes through social media travel. For me, that's personally a big one. Um, friends and family clients, um, things on my no list, you know, it's like, I don't follow a lot of meme accounts. Like as much as I love to look at, you know, Aquarius memes on occasion. Are you an Aquarius? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love uh, it. Okay. I, I'm like, I can't, are you? No, but I just was okay. like, I can feel your Aquarius energy as yep. you're like, you speak so eloquently that I'm like, mm, yes. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. But it's like, I don't need to follow aqua memes 24 seven, right? Because what would that do to my daily experience (laughs) in the same way? It's like, you know, like e-news or any of those kind of just like celebrity junkets. If you feel like it's not helping you, it's probably not. And you don't have to follow. And so really cleaning up that experience in terms of the content you consume is one of the easiest ways to kind of flip that experience. I need to do that. I need to do a good refresh. And it's funny because like I do often when I work with clients around self-care, we say like, Mm. you know, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And sometimes the people we're spending the most time with are not even like humans that we're in contact with physically. Right. Like I, I have podcasts that I listen to and like content creators. And I like, have to keep that group really small. Otherwise mm-hmm. it's like too whoa, all over the place. Totally. Totally. And mm-hmm. that's the thing too. It's like, you have your few people that really inspire you and you like to follow and like, that's perfect. But yes, if you extrapolate and think about how many, how many people you could potentially following that are doing something very similar, it's like being very selective in terms of how you spend that energy. Um, and Yes. I've had those social media dreams too, right? Where it's like before bed, you consume something. And then all of a sudden, like in my dreams, I'm with Saweetie at Kalita and we're like having dinner and it makes no sense. It makes no sense. So (laughs) both of those (laughs) Saweetie at Kalita sounds like (laughs) heaven. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a real dream. Yes. 
It's time. It's time for me to talk about Odell. You've been hearing me share about this amazing hair care brand all month. And if you've been holding off on checking out these products, everybody, now is the time. Okay, so Odell is the shampoo and conditioner that I use at home or everywhere I go. I literally went to the brand, went to the Odell team and said, I love you so much. Will you partner with this show? And here's why I love these products, everyone. They're clean, they work, they actually work, they are affordable, they're created by three amazing Minneapolis working moms, and my whole family can use these products. So my current routine is to use the smoothing shampoo and conditioner. Get out of the shower, I throw a little of the air styler in while I'm making smoothies. Just leave that in, leave my hair wet. And then I'll dry it if I'm feeling really motivated with the hair dryer or just let it air dry. And then I'll throw in a little curl and add in the sea salt spray to give my hair some waves, some texture. And I'm good to go, super easy. I use the detangler on my kiddos, so just a little spray and conditioner. And then my husband uses pretty much whatever's in the shower, whatever is out, and it works for all of us. We love it so much. So we have an exclusive discount for the awesome products. Yoga Magic listeners get 15% off all April when you use the code yogamagic at odellbeauty.com. But you have to move fast because this offer is only through April. If you're listening to this in the future, make sure to check out Odell at Target. It's the cute pastel bottles and it's available available nationwide. So again, to get in on that discount before it ends, head over to odellbeauty.com and use code yogamagic for 15% off. That's a great boundary, right? Is like kind of selecting who you follow. What other boundaries do you suggest when you work with individuals to help make this a continue, I should say, make this, Mm -hmm. making this a positive experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a little different too, in terms of like, if you have the luxury of only being on social media for personal use and, and then if you're, you know, using it for business too, because some of my recommendations, like just aren't possible if you, if you have a business and you need to continue to show up, but um, yeah. So doing that kind of yes and no list and cleaning out your sources of content, the things you consume, I think that's like one of the quickest and easiest ways. Um, Also thinking about, you know, scheduling, like it sounds a little rigid, but scheduling your consumption time. And so this is something where if you think about the time of day that you want to post, say you want to post at noon, thinking about, okay, well, if I'm going to post at noon tomorrow, I'm going to not log on Instagram until, you know, 1130 or 1145. I'm going to consume at that time. I'm going to post, I'm going to hang out a little while afterwards, and then I'm going to get off. So really thinking about how you can, you know, schedule your on time or schedule your off time, depending on, you know, what's more important to kind of time block. Um, That can be a really nice way to create some space. So it's the difference between opening the app every time you get a new notification and opening the app according to like when it's on your calendar for the day. Again, takes all, it sounds really easy in theory, and I understand how much discipline it requires to actually execute that, but it's a really great way to just create more of the routine. Um, it keeps you consistent in the sense that you're still showing up every day, which is, of course, important if you're looking to grow in the social media space, but it's on your own time. It's not 
based on those notifications or those things that, you know, the platforms have created to pull you in. They want to keep you on there as long as possible. And so it's just being really deliberate with how you dedicate your time. Mm, I like that. So then do you actually like log out? This is like such a dumb question because I'm like, <laughs> I should probably do this. Like you log out when you're not on it. And then do you log back in? I don't log out and in that's a little, I spend, you know, I'm, I'm a social media coach. So I spend a lot of time on social You're there. media. Mm-hmm. I'm there quite a bit, but I don't have my notifications on my push. My push notifications are not on. And so that is super helpful for me. And then also I like to recommend screen time caps. So whether it's on your phone in general or specific apps, even just setting that timer for the amount of time you want to ideally be on the day. So I've got a timer set at an hour on Instagram. And of course I hit it every day, right? Like it's my job or that's what I tell myself, but it just brings an extra level of awareness to being on the platforms. And then you can make that decision in the moment, whether you want to override that screen time cap or, or not. So that's a good one. And then for those who have a little more luxury around being able to step away, you know, sometimes you just need a social media vacation where you take a week off or two weeks or a month or whatever you feel like you need. And you just reset and you recharge because it's not, you know, it's social media is not going anywhere. And so I think something that I've learned just having a career in the space for 10 years is like, this is the long game and it's important to do whatever you need so that you can continue to have a long-term healthy relationship with social media platforms. Um, because a lot of that, like, you know, you have energy and you're going hard for three weeks and all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to mm-hmm. open I don't want to open that app. You know, it just creates a lot of inconsistency. So just having that long game in mind, taking those breaks, if you need them is something that if you don't have, you know, a business that you're managing can be easier to do, um, but really nice to do. And if you do have like a small team, it's something where you know, say you have a content creator or social media manager on your team. It's like making sure that you give them time off. Social media community managers have some of the hardest jobs. I I really believe that. And they need their balance and wellness too. And so, you know, if you have someone or if you have a small team, even just be mindful that you have someone that can take over for them if they're having a, a moment or a day or just need space. Because like I said, it's always going to be around. And so it's about looking at that sort of long-term um, trajectory and just making sure that we're, we're doing the things we can to be sustainable long-term with our energy on the platforms. Mm, I like that note thinking about, we want to be doing this for a while. Yeah. So we might as like, let's not burn out as with anything, right? Yes. <laughs> let's yes. not burn out now yeah. to a resort next week and they don't allow phones. So, and obviously like I'll have it. I think I can have it in my room, like in case there's an emergency with my kids (laughs) or anything or my family, but like, you can't have it visibly anywhere. And I'm like, this is going to be amazing. And I can still schedule out business posts or whatever. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to report back. We'll see how it goes. Cause I I honestly haven't done this in forever. I, I really want to hear about that. Will you please let me know how it goes? I'm super interested. Yeah. It's a legit resort. It's like tarot and yoga and yeah. Oh. Mama needs a vacay. So I'm leaving. Oh, <laughs> yes, girl. Do it. 
Okay. So we've got some boundaries. I love, these are such helpful ideas. Like they're simple, they're simple, Mm -hmm. but also it's just Mm -hmm. good to get reminders of like, Oh, you know, you can say no. Yes, exactly. Um, And we talked a little bit about like that heart centered piece, but I'm thinking about like the authenticity, right? Like the, Mm -hmm. whether you're just the average person who wants to share because it feels good or consume because it feels good, or you're a business what does authenticity look like when you, when you're perusing you know, <laughs> social media and, or even like when you're working with someone and you're like, you know what, this mm-hmm. feels like, this does not feel realistic. Mm-hmm. Wh- what does feel authentic? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. And one of the things that I like to do with my clients is, you know, we go through, cause when you talk about a personal brand, it's like, a lot of people are like, well, what fits in my personal brand and what doesn't? And is it okay to share about my kids and my dogs and all these Mm -hmm. things? People even care. Right. And so there's a lot of time spent on just what is the content strategy for your personal brand and why it is important to have the personal elements in there. Mm -hmm. Thinking about, you know, the reason why you choose one hairstylist over another, one realtor over another, with equal experiences based on the connection you have with them. And how do you form connections? It's through, you know, commonalities, shared interests, experiences. And so it is like pulling in all of those elements of the things that you like. And so um, a lot of times I think it just starts with people, the authenticity just it's rooted in people just showing who they are. Right. Because for a long time, and even still to an extent, it's like people view social media as the highlight reel, right? It's the highlights of your life. Like when you go on vacation, you get the good photos. And so that's what you share, right? You're like, no one wants to see me sitting in my kitchen right now, like recording a podcast on Zoom. Nobody wants to see that, right? Or at least that's what I tell myself. And it's not necessarily true. So I think a lot of the authenticity is just giving that true window into more than one element of your life. And it's something that you share really well. And from there, it's making sure you're sharing something because it's something that you believe or you find important or you find valuable. You're not just sharing it because you think you should. And I think that's a really big, it's really small, but it it can be a really big clarification point, right? It's like, is this coming from a place of feeling like I just really want to share or am I feeling like I'm the only one not sharing and I have to contribute to a certain topic of conversation, right? I mean, that's big, a big theme over the last year in general. And so just coming back to your why and really making sure that you're aligning there is a great tie to authenticity. And then, you know, a lot of it too is in your delivery and it's it's in the energy and it's in those things that you can read more subtly, right? Like if you don't believe yourself, I can see that. And I don't Mm -hmm. believe you either. It just is what it is. And so I think there are layers to that authenticity question, but they all get back to just being really aligned to who you are and what you believe and, and what it is that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you know, we're not, there's not everybody is for everybody else, right? Like it, yes. my authenticity <laughs> isn't for everyone. Someone else mm-hmm. could appreciate, you know, a totally different perspective. And that's actually, I think it was Lauren Everts Bostic from the Skinny Confidential talks about like having a small group of really loyal followers who like really mm-hmm. enjoy what you're putting out there, whether it be on this show or, or on Instagram or whatever. And, the, but those start to, you know, exponentially grow. And I just love that. And that like gave me so much joy and hope and like (laughs) long-term momentum for this idea that's like, oh crap, I don't have 10,000 followers. I can't do anything Mm -hmm. on here. But like, no, I have like these people that actually like to hear Mm -hmm. what I have to say. So yes. Yes. And that's the thing, like the the quality and quantity factor, right? It's like in social media world, it's really easy to look at a number and kind of diminish it. Like, oh, 35 likes or 1500 followers. And it's like, no, those are all real people. If you've done it right and you didn't buy fans and bots, right? Those are real people who have consumed with your content, given you feedback on it, following you because they say, yes, I like who you are. And I want to hear from you. Like every single one of those individuals should be honored in some way, you know? Um, and I think that's a perspective that I encourage everyone to come back to because it's like, you don't need, and if you extrapolate that to the business level, right. It's like, you don't need a million people to buy your product. Like you need just a handful of people who want to buy it every single month because they love it so much. And they tell all their friends about it because they're, you know what I mean? They've Mm -hmm. bought into that deeper level of whatever it is that you're selling, whether it's a service, a product, a philosophy, that's the type of engagement that you want in social media and in real life, of course, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thousand true fans. Have you read that book? Yes. I've not yeah. read the book. Yes. I'm very familiar with the concept. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it was like a short book, but it was yeah. this like same idea. And exactly. Um, cool. I'm feeling I'm like ready to, I don't know, like take a break, but also like invest yeah. more. You're giving me life in this area. <laughs> yeah. So how what's your what what do you feel like your social media experience is right now? Such a good question. I never get asked questions. Thanks for asking me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, as a, as a, as I'm a, I'd call myself a content creator, I guess, right. Mm-hmm. I have a show mm-hmm. and I have a social media. It's very right now feels therapeutic. Like we're working through some really challenging, like personal things, but being able to share with other people and find people that are going through the same thing mm-hmm. feels really good. And I, and I'm grateful for that space. And I'm trying to not really hold back. Like if I have something like an, an emotion or like, especially with, un, you know, under the umbrella of self-care, which is, is what we talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. And just like, like get it out there. Whereas before I always felt like, oh, you know, do people want to hear this? Like you, you had a said, do people want to hear this? Like I'm just in my kitchen, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I'm just like, what I, again, I don't, I guess I don't really care if nobody wants to hear it. I just want to be authentically who I am. And it's funny because one of the, you know, more vulnerable posts that has garnered a lot of conversation and really healing conversation also is when I lose the most followers. So it's kind of, it's like this weird dance and I, you have to just be really, I'm finding that I have to be really rooted in what I'm putting out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, totally. 
Yeah. What about you? Like, where are you at with it? mm -hmm. Like on an individual level? On an individual level. Yeah. So for me, and so I'm my very vulnerable um, experience personally. So my thing is like, I've always done for other people, right? Mm -hmm. So I worked for brands and I've built brands. I've worked for other individuals. I help build them. And so my big sort of downfall is like throughout that time frame, I wasn't really building for myself. Mm. And so my journey is really like, it's like flipping that lens of being like, okay, Ava, well, are, are you going to do this for you? Because you do it for everyone else. And I think, you know, I share that because I think a lot of people do that in their line of work, right? It's like you give and you give to your clients or the, the people who employ you. And then you're like, oh, okay. At the end of the day, like, what do I do for me? And so that really, I think it's kind of like a full circle moment of like self-care and self-love and coming back to, yeah, I deserve that too. And so for me, like my personal experience in this moment is like, okay, but like, you're going to do, like, you're going to do what you coach everyone else on or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, for me, it's just showing up consistently with value, um, to help people out and, I'm like, yeah, like it's great. And then you just have to make sure that you execute, you follow through on it. Right. And so, um, I, I would say like, I have the same experience as everyone else and which is kind of interesting, right? Because it's like, I'm not claiming to be expert over anyone, any other person. Like I still have the same struggles. I still struggle with consistency and I still struggle with balancing that wellness factor. Right. Um, because I, my, my screen time is atrocious. Like it is absolutely atrocious, but I'm stuck in that dance of like, well, it's my job. But I know that spending nine hours a day on a screen makes me feel like shit. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think like I'm right along with everyone else in their journeys. And it's more of sort of like a joint effort of like, they give me energy and hopefully I feed that back to them. And it's actually something that we can get through together. So mm my experience in social media is, is, is that of everyone else. But I think that's also what allows me to coach people on it. Right. Because if I didn't have those experiences, if I wasn't kind of sitting in that place, like who am I to say, right. right? Yeah. I'm that's okay. So Aquarius, just a side astrology yeah. thought here yeah. is side like the water, part. the water bear. So mm-hmm. part of like you talking about sort of like doing all this for these other people and like giving them strategy and like all these intellectual mm-hmm. thoughts and yet you're kind of holding it for everybody else and not always giving that same again, strategy and like gifts of, of social media to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's that is that's that Aquarius in me on there. <laughs> uh, no, there's so much, so much Aquarius in me. It's not funny. Uh, <laughs> so but like, did you feel the shift in the early la- late last year whenever all the signs or all the planets moved into Aquarius? Yeah, like feeling extra Aquarian. <laughs> yes, and I, you know, like part of my, I feel like I was, I died and I was like reborn like four times last year. Yeah, um, and you know, it's like I feel like. There, I mean, I've just been, even in just taking the leap, right. Resigning from corporate was a big 
deal for me. And so I've like, I've I've felt a lot of things and it's hard to kind of sort like what's pandemic related and what's Mm -hmm. this and like, Oh, you turned 30. Like there's just all these things and Oh, all this is happening in your sign. So yeah. So there's been a lot, a lot of shifts and I'm hopeful though, because I'm like, well, maybe, you know, because the whole thing is pulling away from like very kind of archaic structures, structure. of, mm-hmm. you know, control and ways of doing things. And so, you know, now I a little bit of retrospect. It's like, of course I would leave the corporate structure right now. Of course I would, mm-hmm. you know, and actually like go into something that feels um, like more, like there's more opportunity, there's more space, there's more acceptance for thinking differently now. And so I'm like, I feel like the next three years are like, these are my golden years. These are my jam. Like I'm, it's, it's all for me. (laughs) It is, it is. And you probably just finished your Saturn return. I mean, or like, or close to it. Yeah. So it's, it's like a heavy time. <laughs> That's making some astrology reading for you. But like, like, this is your therapy session. You thought you were going to be a guest, but um, <laughs> we're actually. We're healing together. We're working yeah. through this all in community, but like that's. It's actually like a perfect full circle. I mean, this is like what the beauty is because I wouldn't have found you if it wasn't up for social media, you know, I wouldn't really? have connected with people and, and. And now let's refine, let's come up with those boundaries so that we can, like you said, long-term continue to do this. Exactly. Okay. I'm curious to know what are your other self-care vibes? Like I saw that you were just traveling somewhere V luxurious or like tropical. (laughs) So clearly that wanderlust is there. Do you have a lot of Sagittarius in your chart? No, I don't. But um, I bet you do somewhere. That's because that's maybe sad. That the travel loving in you. So what else do you like to do? Maybe. <laughs> um, yes. No. Travel's been a big one for me for a really long time. And in in March of 2021, I did go on my first trip in like a year and a half, which was a really big deal. And you know, for me, like travel travel is what keeps me in present moment time. And so, like, I am fully present when I'm traveling, right? Because there's nothing familiar around me. I have to be in that moment of awareness at all times. And that's, I think, really why I love to travel. But I went to the Dominican Republic. It was fantastic. Two of my really good friends got married to each other in the Dominican, went to a waterfall, which was therapy in and of itself. My first waterfall. Now I'm like, okay, so where else could I do this? I think water is just such a, like a huge element of healing. And, you know, when everything's frozen around us for half the year, it's like, there is no water. Right. But like, I love, I love self-care. I love self-development in general. I have a lot of things. I would say a big one for me has been acupuncture. Um, I've been um, seeing an amazing acupuncturist. Her name's Jala Shree for about three years now. And um, that was just like, I started that because I wanted to get off of like some prescription medications and things like that. But now I'm like, well, can I just come, you know, for like monthly maintenance? Because this just, it's so, so amazing in so many ways. So I love to do that. That's more on my luxury end of self-care. Right. And I even think about things just as simple as like hydrating like Mm -hmm. drinking water, you know, and that's something that you can do. You can start like right now. Um, (laughs) but really just staying hydrated has been huge for me. I love to give myself manicures. That's my little, like, I was noticing those look great. Oh, thank you. The little, like, you know, just kind of creative outlets 
And also just, I feel like when I've painted my nails, like I am put together. Yes. I think everyone has that thing where it's like, you need your lipstick or your mascara or whatever it is. And like, as long as my nails are good, <laughs> I feel like I look like I have my stuff together. And what else? I mean, yoga has been huge for me. Um, I haven't been doing as much yoga as I normally do just based on COVID. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yeah, that thing uh, that I didn't even want to mention, but I did. And that was something that I found when I really started working corporate because I was sitting in a chair for so many hours a day. And I think just having that shock to the body is like, I needed remedies. And so yoga has been one of my very long-term self-care remedies. Love, love, love it. And God, what else? I'm like, there's so many things. Oh, I just started getting really into regularly using like the facial roller. Um, what kind? So like the gemstone facial roller. I have a rose quartz roller, but like I have a lot of things and, you know, they range from just like very small, very routine to like sometimes going on an international trip. And, yes. you know, you have to have those things that just make you feel like you're giving yourself some dedicated time and attention. I'm one of those junkies. I'm like, I want all the, all the things, all the self-improvement, all the wellness, because there's so many routes to explore. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like they're just expanding, ever expanding. It's like, Ooh, now there's like, there's an ice roller. Now I have to try that. <laughs> What's your favorite like self-development book? Oh my gosh. So I, I read a lot of like businessy type kind of books. And so I've been trying to break out of that that specific genre just as a, a, an experiment, but God, self-development books. I mean, I really loved Marie Forleo's everything is figure outable. Mm, yeah. um, it's super just motivational and it's kind of partially what like pushed me over the edge for taking the leap. Um, not going to lie. I also love like Eckhart Tolle. I just read a new earth. I loved that. And that's more of like the spiritual realm. Louise Hayes, you can heal your life. Mm-hmm. Like I love that book. I've read that book like three times. Um, and it's a really nice combination of, right. There's like at the end of every chapter, there's like mantras and just so many, so many good things in that, but now, so I'm breaking out of my self-help realm and I'm actually reading women who run with the wolves. What do you think? That's still sort oh of self-help, God. but like, uh, yeah, it's just not as like prescribed, right? Yeah. Like pragmatic. Yeah. What are you, are you vibing with it? I, first time I read it, I was like, I, what the F and now I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. I think I waited till I was ready to like pick that one up, but I love it. I love just the, they're almost like fairy tales, right? Or like folklore and, and kind of like the, all the analysis of like the meaning and the symbolism of the stories and, and the lessons they can teach us. I really love it. And it's a nice change of pace from like a very traditional kind of like business self-help book. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm enjoying that for sure. Cool. Thanks for those. I always am curious what people are reading and somebody in their email signature that I saw recently had like what the, I'm currently reading this. And I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, that is, but you know, I have an Aquarius bookshelf, right? So like the things I haven't mentioned are very random and opposite to everything I just mentioned. So, you know, it's like, I actually have a Zodiac cookbook and it's, Ooh, it's not like a real cook. I mean, it is a real cookbook, but it's like an antique. Like I just have some really random books that I might read someday and, and look kind of nice 
you know, gathered in a, <laughs> a grouping on my shelf. That's actually a topic I want on the show is someone to talk about like food, food in, in the Zodiac. Yes. I'm on yeah. the hunt for somebody. In that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ava, this was fun. I'm glad that we just like, we really got into the, you know, the meat of, of the social media and, and like, thanks for being vulnerable and honest about mm-hmm. your journey. And mm-hmm. this is what connects us all. Can yes. you're, are you taking new clients right now working with people? Yes, one-on-one? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. So I work with clients one-on-one or in small group settings. And so throughout the year, I offer a variety of different like workshops, courses, and always do one-on-one coaching. So if you know, you're interested in really kind of diving into your personal brand on social media, or if you're really looking to just sort of like pivot your strategy, your direction. Um, I would love to connect with you. Also, um, I have a workshop, so it's called the heart centered social media workshop. And this is really a hybrid of kind of the self-love aspect of setting that foundation for marketing yourself and also tactics around content strategy and how to grow your influence. Mm. And so that's something that I wanted to offer um, a discount code for the listeners of the podcast on. And so that's a super awesome, like 45 minute, really great foundational resource. And so I think there'll be details on how, how listeners can access that. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes. I think will really totally utilize that. That's great. All right. What's your Instagram handle so people can follow you? Ava Bilkey at Ava Bilkey, B-E-I-L-K-E. Um, sometimes people think my handle is Ava B like, and I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of cool, <laughs> but it's actually just Ava Bilkey. It's my name. Um, yeah. So I'm Ava Bilkey on all social channels and then avabilkey.com if you want to learn more. Thanks Ava. This was great. Thank you so much, Ashley. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Ava for being here. Thanks to our show sponsor, Odell. And thanks to all of you for tuning in every week to the Yoga Magic Podcast. Consider leaving a review or sharing this episode with a friend. I'll see you next week.